do you think that this is going to be the hardest issue for Christians? I would say, I mean, apologists, evangelists, I, you know, I kind of lump it all into one because if you're going to evangelize today's culture, you're going to have to know some apologetics, um, at least the basics. So if we're trying to spread the message of Christ, do you think that this issue, the, the whole sexuality, let's just couch it as that is going to be the hardest issue for us to deal with? I'm going to say no. Nice. Um, okay. And so I, I don't know if you expected that answer, but I was going to say, no, I think I, I really didn't have anything I was expecting. I was really interested to see your thoughts on this. So go yeah, ahead. I would, I would say again, right now in our current culture and probably for the next, you know, one to three years, at least probably the more significant issue is going to be um, politics, Christian nationalism and, and Trumpism. Cause we have, you know, there is, there is a Christianity is dealing with a wake uh, after Trump Um that I think that is more pressing on us right now. And I think this plays into it, I think is kind of underneath that heading. But when we talk about the, the church love, so let me just, this is a conversation that I've been having recently, you know, love to get your insight on it. So typically us white male evangelicals, if you will, even if you don't want to wear that label, we've automatically lumped ourselves in people that are watching this are already like you, you're already in that category, whether we mm -hmm. like it or not, are going to say that what we tend to focus on in our ministry is saving the individuals, preaching the gospel, um, just like I talked about, saving the individual. And while you and I would both agree with that message, that's kind of what gets us in the camp of evangelical. But we have to acknowledge that there are some uh, things going on in our society which still need us to be able to speak into and still need us to uh, redeem at a, a Christian church level that may not necessarily uh, wait for everybody that's involved to be saved personally and then find that redemption and continue to work towards that. So what I mean by is if we have the opportunity to serve and love a homeless person or uh, provide a shelter for or something along those lines, you know, working with the poor, um, we should be doing that even if we haven't saved somebody's soul. And I think what happens oftentimes, particularly in the white evangelical church, is we focus a whole lot on personal salvation and sanctification, which we hope will lead to a change culturally. And we kind of forget dealing with the larger cultural issues because we say, no, no, no we're focused on the individual salvation. And I think that we need to start adjusting some of our strategy to make those more equal. And so I, I would say, you know, white evangelicals have focused a lot on individual salvation and less on kind of what's going on socially, social justice, if you will. And I think we need to start to bring some of those in line. I would see that as almost more of a focus, more of a threat. If we keep going in this direction, I think we're going to become irrelevant because the cultures are going to say, look, you guys aren't doing anything at all. And why would I, why would I believe anything you say? Yeah, or why would I want to be part of what you're doing? Yeah, why do I want to be important? Right. Yeah, here's what I would say. So in my interactions with um with young people, you know, I was a youth minister for a while. Um, you know, and obviously I still I'm still in the church. So I, you know, I deal with young people as well. Um, dealing with young people, reading about Generation Z and stuff like that. The one of the th points that I get from them is they're looking to make a difference that has global effects. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think. It stems from obviously, you know, we can see what's going on in Russia right now in the blink of an eye. You know, we don't have to wait for next week's newspaper. We don't have to wait for the ambassador to come back and tell us like we see it on YouTube. We see it on Facebook. You know, it's all over Reddit and these sort of things. Um, and I'm, I probably sound old because there's probably new, cooler means of social media platforms that I'm 
unaware of, but TikTok whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm not part of TikTok. Um, Me either, really. <laughs> so I hope it goes away. So, um, you know, I, I see that they want to make those, those big cultural changes, which I think is a good thing. And this is where I agree with you. I think the church is dropping the ball where we have the message that says, here's how you make the big social justice change. Now, I would only caveat that with, I think the phrase social justice has been hijacked by people in our culture and have been, and has been given a very false and bad definition. Right. So I, whether you want to use the term or not, that's neither here nor there for this conversation. But just to say, do you want to help change the culture and bring in like just having the conversations? What is justice? Right. You know, like, what do you think justice is and where does that come from? And those conversations all lead back to the question of God. Um, so I think the church has a fantastic opportunity to reach the younger generation by coming at it like that and saying, look, we're the ones who have the, the, the real understanding, the right worldview to see here's the problem that's going on in the culture. Here's the injustice. And here's some things that we can do, but not just talking about it, actually doing it. And this is right. something that we kind of finished off the podcast when I came on your channel mm -hmm. of talking about is like, what is the church doing, you know, to, to stop the abortion clinics? What is the church doing to help in the mental health field? Right. And, yep. and, and, and helping those people to actually get um, not just the you need more faith counseling, you know, but actually biblical counseling from people who are medical professionals who understand mental health, but also have a Christian worldview. Totally. What are we doing in that area? What are we doing in, in the broken homes? The single, you know, the, the single parent households, right. which statistically, and this is undeniable, statistically is the thing that is a almost a guarantee for the children to become criminals, bad in college, get locked up, fall into drugs, fall into prostitution. Like why? Because there's only one parent in the household, right? Just go look up the research, you yep. know? Um, so what are we doing for those things? Where are the men in the church? You're about to get me on a hobby horse right here. Where are the men in the church who are standing up saying, look, I'm going to be a leader, not right. just for my family, but also for the larger culture here, you know, for the fatherless totally. sort of a deal. So yeah, I agree with you there that it's a, it's a both and, you know, we need to focus totally. on the individual, but we also as a church corporately need to be confronting the culture on these issues in a real way, because here's what I always tell people. Our young people are being inundated with voices yes. from the culture mm -hmm. and they don't know what to believe, right. and, but, but they have a heart of compassion, which is good, which is good. Right. And they go, well, I want to make a difference. I want to help people. I want to love people. The church is silent. And these people are saying, here's the way forward. Okay, well, if those are my only options, I'm going to pick one and go with it. Right. You see what I mean? And, and so that to me is frustrating because it's like, you got to start talking, church.